Okay, hello. So I did a post this morning on my Instagram and I it was gonna like I have a few things that I'm planning to post, including another booty workout and something about how when you change your perspective of things, the world just changes in front of your eyes. So once they get posted, I might also do a podcast relating to it. But today I put up a post that was pretty much talking about how our bodies and how everything is just so multifactorial. And it would be daft to let one little number or one little day or just like one moment in time have such an impact on how you feel, not only feel in general, but feel about yourself. Like, to be raw and honest, sometimes, like the thing I hate the most, like I can deal with feeling a little bloated throughout the day if I, if that happens. But one thing that I just cannot stand is waking up feeling that way because I train in the morning. So, like, yeah, I don't always wake up feeling freaking lean, mighty, and strong, and ready to conquer the world. I do have days where I just feel like I notice it, but I like I'm just so used to not dwelling on it that it's second thought. But today I actually realized, only because I mentioned it to someone, that I felt bloated and fluidy today. But like, if I didn't mention it to the person that I said it to, I wouldn't have realized it just because I'm so used to not letting things like that take such a huge chunk out of my day now. And to think that we all feel 100% all the time and think that everyone's just smashing ass all the time and here you are trying to get your shit together or here you are trying to actually stay freaking consistent for like at least three days in a row, let alone a whole week. Like, it doesn't happen off the bat. These people that you're seeing that continue to not show, like, like me, for example, the fact that I consistently not let things like that get to me, the thing, the fact that I consistently get myself to the gym, the fact that I consistently keep my body in the shape that it's in, like, that stuff did not come to me overnight, and I did not just wake up one day and have the life that I'm living right now. Like, I built my way up to it. And I was listening to a podcast last night where the guy used the metaphor, like, there was a guy that went through three bodybuilding shows and his last show was in 2015. And the reason he's not gonna go again is because he achieved what he wanted and that's to compete on stage, look freakish, freakishly amazing and still have a balanced life, have great relationships, blah, blah, blah. And the only reason he kept going for it until he got to that stage was because the first couple of times he ruined his relationships he had a shitty prep his body got broken down and for once he actually completed one where he was still living the best life so like that didn't come to him in the first comp it came to him on the fourth comp I'm pretty sure it said it was and the guy that he was talking to used the comparison of a lotto winner for example if you are someone who works your ass off with the best work ethic, you know the value of money, you know the value of time, you know that time is worth money, and you know that anything, like, for example, the industry I'm in, like, people, like, a lot of coaches I know, for what I do, it's like, they, 
I don't want to use me as an example, so ignore this, but I'm just going to use it because it's the only thing I can really relate to. But they put a price on their time because they can't really put a price on a like on a product. It's putting price on a time. Like when it comes to a trainer, like an actual personal trainer, that's putting a price. To me, that's a product. That's not a service because you're giving them a PT session. And that's why I will not refer to myself ever as a trainer. I'm a coach, I'm a mentor, I'm a guide. I am guardian angel, this, that, like therapist, psychologist. I'm everything for what you need to be. That to me is a service for time. So like, I know people that have the price tag at like 140 a week and then there's like, what I'm trying to say is we put so much value into what we're doing we put so much of us into giving it to you to ensure that you get where you need to be. Be it you need a therapist for one day. Be it that you need someone to push you really hard in the gym that day. So we message you telling you to freaking get a foot up your ass and start lifting shit. Whether it be just a soothing talk or a pep talk or like pick up the phone and just talk you through a really hard moment. We put our time into making sure that you get to where you need to be. So it's like... Okay, moral of the story, we know the value of time because we're constantly having to give it. We know the value of getting emotionally drained, getting mentally drained and being physically drained to do the job that I need to do to be the coach that I need to be. I know the value of busting my brains, I should say. I was going to say busting my ass, but it's more busting my brains to continue to up my knowledge to be the best coach that I can be. So I know the value of money, I know the value of time, I know the value of being drained on all dimensions. And I also know the value of needing to rest, repair, and recover. But, so, so if I work my way up to say being, being a billionaire versus winning the lottery one day and becoming a billionaire, a lot of the people that just become a billionaire and don't know the value of it, they don't know what to do with it. Like, I can't remember how he explained it, but I'm pretty sure he said sometimes they end up worse off because they do not do the hard work to get to that point. So, I completely forgot how I started this off. Okay, back to the starting point. I came on here talking about the post I did on Instagram, but I hope that gave you some little side tangent to think about. Um, okay, our bodies are multi-dimensional. Like, we can wake up one day feeling on top of the world. We can wake up one day feeling completely shit. And if you're going to let that one moment that you wake up feeling shit dictate how you feel for the rest of the day, you are not going to be productive. You are not going to be happy. You're going to be miserable for the people that you are around and you're not going to be able to perform in your peak state. So what I go on and on about to my clients and I'm going to actually start enforcing it which is exactly why I keep putting this podcast out there for everyone to listen to, including my clients, so they realize why I do certain things. When I wake up, sometimes, the reason that I don't make myself available until 12 o'clock is because it depends on how I feel when I wake up, whether I want to pop onto, Insta whether I want to, pop onto Instagram and reply to things, pop onto my emails and reply to things, or pop onto Facebook and reply to things. It depends how I feel. Because when I wake up in the morning, I get myself set for the first half an hour to 40 minutes. I do what I need to do with my dog. I do what I need to do with my breakfast, with my coffee, 
with brushing my teeth, washing my face, doing whatever the hell I need to do to get ready for the day. And that usually includes putting on my gym clothes because I put my gym clothes on the second I wake up so that I'm ready to go. And then I sit at my laptop and I decide then and there what I want to do to start my day off right. Be it research, be it finish listening to podcasts that I was listening to. I actually do find complete bliss in research. So to me, that isn't work. So be it research, be it a podcast, be it replying to messages, be it anything at all. That's what I use my mornings for. And then I take myself off to the gym. I train. And then when I get onto the treadmill, because I set my hours at 12 o'clock, when I get onto the treadmill, I can either reply to people on Facebook because sometimes I, well, actually all the time, I feel guilty and I hate leaving people hanging. So if something's urgent, I'll reply to it while I'm on the treadmill. Otherwise, I will use that time to recollect my thoughts. To, if I have any negative thoughts, if I feel shit from my session, if I had a shit session, if I didn't do up, like didn't live up to my expectations for the start of the day that treadmill time to me is bliss I use that to recollect my thoughts turn negatives into positives and get my mindset for the day by writing a caption on Instagram writing a caption on Facebook and I believe it because it took me years to fake it till I made it to the point where I used to force like I used to force my Instagram posts I used to just sometimes just post up a shitload of photos without anything with it. And then I started writing one line. Then I started writing a paragraph. Then I started writing more because people started inboxing me, saying that it helped them feel more positive. And then now I just write things whenever the hell I feel like it. I don't feel obliged to write a massive paragraph if I'm not feeling it. I would just post a photo just simply because I made it through that session. I'm feeling good. I appreciate my body for going through what I went through. And I'm in a good mood because... Every single day, I know that I'm trying to be a better version of myself. So that's why I have my personal Instagram and my and my business Instagram. If people wish to follow both, they can follow both. But I have one that's more for professional reasons and one that's my story and my life. So I guess what I'm trying to say there is change the way that you perceive a moment in time because every single minute, every single hour is a chance to refresh your mindset. And if you're finding it hard to do that, do something that refreshes your mind. Like for me, sometimes it's just as simple as getting ice cold water and washing my face. That's if it's summer. If it's winter, it's usually hot water. But right now, it needs to be ice cold water, wash my face, and that can help me feel refreshed. Sometimes it includes a whole freaking shower. Other times, I need to avoid the shower because that's going to put me to sleep. You need to know what works for you to start you off fresh so that you can pick up your feet, pick up your ass, and continue on the path for that day. Because time waits for no one. It really does not wait. No matter what you decide to do in that moment when you wake up, whether you feel sorry for yourself, whether you want to moan, moan, say that you failed, give up on life, complain to Tom, Dick, and Harry, none of them are going to wait for you. They'll go pick up some other Sheila. Another bus will come. Like, life does not wait for you. You need to stop, reflect, look in on yourself from the outside and turn it into a positive. Realize the strengths. Realize that this is one day in a year. The more that you put timelines on things, the more that you view things in 
scarcity. The more that you, like even money, if you view money as a scarcity, instead of seeing yourself as abundant and working towards it, because you know that if you work towards something, the more that you put in, the more that you get out. So if you live in scarcity, you're not attracting abundance. And then not just money, let's say time. If you're not trying to make the most of your time, then you're going to waste time thinking, worrying, stressing, wondering what if, double thinking. You're not acting. And in those moments is when you're letting time pass. You're letting opportunities pass for money, for life, for love, for strength, for happiness. So stop, reflect, realize that you are human. You are allowed to feel emotional. You are allowed to be down sometimes, but you are not allowed to let that impact your mood because, well, you are allowed to, but is it ideal? No. And why would you want to feel so shit about yourself that you just don't want to live a happy, like, you just, mm, 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 mm. like put in the necessary steps to feel good about yourself and realize that like, for example, I have two clients that are overseas right now. Well, I had one that was overseas and she came back and it took a little bit to get back into the groove of things. But the way that she stood out was because she's been coaching with me for three whole years. So she realized she knows the way that I coach. She knows that I don't like her planning ahead and I don't like to tell her my plans ahead. I like to explain matter after fact so that placebo is not a part of it. And then it starts to make sense. And because I've done that for so long, she's learned to make connections herself. And that's why she feels so confident in herself. And she trusts everything her body does. And she knows that she is getting better because she realizes it. She feels it. And she realizes that life is like a journey and it's not a time frame. So like when she came back from overseas after seven weeks, or was it eight weeks, she put on a bunch of weight and she did not like it whatsoever she was fluffy she was inflamed she was fluidy she wanted a cut did I give it to her hell no I told her to stick to the same food for the next two weeks I told her to stick to the same training that she left on for the next two weeks why would I want to go and inflict a freaking shitload of volume on her when she has been detrained for that long she's just gonna end up in bed hating life not able to move because I just put too much on to her body that it cannot actually handle and I don't want to put on another stress of her being in a severe deficit when just pretty much her following the plan that she was on is enough of a deficit, seeing as when she was in Europe, she was eating every don't like everything that she desired to eat. Like that would be control enough for her and a deficit enough to see results. And guess what? She did. She dropped a shitload of inflammation, a shitload of water from holding all of the water with the cart, like the overload of carbs she was eating. And just the fact that she was moving again and training again, got like the metabolites moving, got the body moving, got the body actually using energy efficiently again. And the mitochondria, AKA the energy cells of the body, actually bringing in the nutrients and delivering them the way that they should be. And then after three weeks, we actually extended it to three weeks, is when I actually changed her diet plan. And she's still seeing changes from like not adjusting her food all that much. And she's seeing them more because, because she deloaded and desensitized her body to the training. She's feeling movements better. Her form is better. Everything to do with exercise is just 10 times better now. 
and it's not even using as much weight as she was using before but she's still increasing weight on the bar it's not at the same point but it's it's progressing in every single way possible and then i have this other girl who got injured and it's pretty much the same thing but because she's been laid off for so long i like she injured it in the workplace her calf but because she's been off for so long the same thoughts are happening to her and it's hard to like reason with yourself when you're so emotionally attached to your body and to the whole journey in itself but when you allow yourself to see from the outside it just gives you perspective and it makes you realize that oh shit I do need to just like tweak the way that I'm looking at things right now and realize that this is what I need to do even though it's not what I want to do and then when I get what I need to do done then I can start fitting in more of what I want to do and actually enjoy it that want to do bit more and that did not make sense but I hope this helped a little and (sighs) I love you all thank you for listening to my biggest blobbiest rambles I did put a podcast on my ruby rambles on youtube I do have a lot of random shit on my YouTube, so if you actually go into the playlists on my channel, it's called Ruby Sheree Coaching. If you go into the playlists, there's a Ruby Rambles one. Just listen to the last one. It's like 22 minutes worth of me talking about self-worth, love, anxiety, blah, blah, blah. So give that a listen. Give me a follow so people can actually find my channel and see my exercises and rambles. I put all that content out for you guys. I don't really advertise on it, and I don't want to advertise on it because that's my content to you guys I'm just hoping that I can make someone's life a little bit better I want to make my tribe of women strong a large army of empowered team ruby soldiers strong and sculpted that's my hashtag now in case I haven't mentioned it just because I really like it but yeah love you all see ya